Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. You're listening to the Unjustin Room podcast presented by Macy's. And this week we have a very special guest, comedian Lauren Knight is going to be joining us on this episode. I'm super excited about this. She's hilarious. You guys are going to love her. But coming up this week, we are going to address a lot of things. Now, it's Black History Month, and you know we got to represent people we think are making Black history right now because there's so many of us out there doing a damn thing. Black excellence, you know how that goes. Also, we're going to discuss who finally got fired. I can't believe this, y'all. ABC anchors TJ Holmes and Amy Robach. They have lost their job after their workplace affair. I'm shocked by this. I didn't think that was going to happen. We're going to dive into that. Also, should men pay for every part on a first date? This is always a wild discussion, and we're going to address that and all this mess. Plus, it's going to go down in my DMs, L'Oreal's DMs. But first, we have to talk about Macy's because they definitely been holding me down, especially for us, for the Black community. Now, since signing the 15% pledge in 2020, Macy's has increased the number of Black-owned brands they carry eightfold. That's amazing because obviously we create the culture and all year long, Macy's has been continuing to support Black creators, change makers, and causes. Join Macy's in celebrating Black history and Black brilliance by shopping Black-owned brands and you can help fund scholarships for students at HBCUs, historically Black colleges and universities by donating online and simply rounding up in store for UNCF. Now, you can learn more about this at Macy's.com slash purpose. That's Macy's.com slash purpose. And with no further ado, I am going to welcome comedian Lauren Knight, who's had me over here laughing even before joining into the show. What's going on, girl? If you're screaming, you're absolutely in the right place. <laughs> I am the celebrity. I'm sponsored by Macy's. Ding, ding, ding. Ring, ring, ring. Your girl is here. So you went viral at some point in the past couple months, and we're going to talk about that later on in the show. But let's just say you got into kind of like a heated debate with somebody that everybody loves to hate. <laughs> Honestly, loves to hate. You know what's crazy? People be updating me like, you know, T.I. did this the other day. I'm like, girl, I am not keeping score. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 they be, it's so bad. They be coming like, you know his son. Girl, I don't know that man's son. Lord. So, yes, that would be T.I. You went viral with a moment that happened with T.I. And we're going to talk about that later on in the show. First, I want us to talk about Black History Month because we're not going to start off with Black on Black crime and then Period. do Black History Month. So we're going to start off with Black History Month and people that we think are making Black history. So this is the first week of Black History Month. And I encourage you not to share the video of Tyree Nichols. I am so disgusted with the fact of how they used it as if it was a world premiere for a music video Absolutely. dropping today at 9 p.m. And I like it was something that I never wanted to see. 
and couldn't help but see because no matter where I went, they played the audio on the radio. Uh, I was at a restaurant. They had it on the news. Listen, I was literally eating and in my face, I'm watching him get stomped to death. I'm from the mindset of you don't record dead bodies. You don't go to nobody's funeral and post no dead body. Even when, when takeoff passed, all the videos being shared, we have to do better about what we share. Even if you're retweeting it to say, oh, this is upsetting. You posted it. You still reshared it. So the best way to combat that is to genuinely just not share it. I, I, I can't imagine as a parent imagining my child having their life taken and it being on the internet that way. And I think just as people, we need to be more mindful about other humans. Yeah. Watching it over and over. Imagine his parents having to see it over and over. We know that he didn't deserve to die. We know Mm -hmm. what happened. There hasn't been any commitment from law enforcement at large to change what's happening in our country. It's not a black on black thing. It's a cop on people thing. This is something that needs to be fixed. They're supposed to be protecting and serving and they beat a man to death, recorded him, took pictures and sat around laughing. Like it was disgusting. These people are disgusting. The only thing I want to see on TV are the pictures of those murderers over and over again. And I'm not only talking about the black ones. I want the white cop up there. I want the black woman that was the EMT. I want the white man that was the EMT that that didn't help him. The lieutenant. I, everybody needs to be up there because that's what we need to be looking at. The murderers. And, and those are the police officers. Okay. All of the people that in their minds are like, oh, these are black officers. So it's obviously it's it, black people are doing it too. The justice system is racist in itself. They are being conditioned to operate as said racist just because you're close to the white people don't mean you ain't the target because you see how quickly they got fired so i feel like to a degree on my conspiracy theory thing i do believe that they were encouraged to do this so they could have black officers and make it a well black people do it to thing to detract from the bigger issue that is the police are racist right the white officer that tased him was like, I hope they stomp you out. Like he was encouraging it. So this is, there's no color when it comes to police officers. They're all blue. They're the same gang. There's not a black or there, there's not a white. There's police officers and it needs to be reformed. Now let's talk about black excellence, black history, and what we should be sharing and talking about. And that's Rihanna at the Super Bowl. We have waited for this day. I could care less what they do with the ball and, you know, their sports ball and all that. Touchdown, touchdown. When Rihanna steps out there, I'm so excited to see what song she chooses because she has so many. Yes. I'm excited to see who she brings out. Me too. She's got options. Me too. I do 100 believe Carlos Santana is going to pop out of somewhere. Carlos Santana, you think so? I believe it. I mean, I have so many. Like, I think maybe Drake might come out. I want her to do future. Like, I don't want her to be her whitewashed. Have like a funny dealings with. Each Doesn't other. matter. They got some of the biggest records together. I they don't. Do. Please don't whitewash Rihanna. Chill. I want her to bring Chris Brown out. Like. She can also bring out Beyonce to shut up. Um, what's his name? Uh, what's what's the what's the guy's name? Why can't I think of his damn name? Coming out, uh, Stephen A. Smith. 
Stephen A. Oh, Smith. I don't think Beyonce coming out. I'm going to be honest. I know. She loves I Rihanna. my bottom dollar, Beyonce's not popping out of nothing. Now, maybe you're Drake's. I want yeah. Drake, Jay-Z, and Chris hey, Brown. I feel like her baby daddy going to pop nah, out. No, he something. don't got a song big enough to come out. I'm not going to lie. Unless he just is holding the baby. I, oh, and you know what? She can also bring this person out because they got a record together. Jeezy. Oh, Kanye. She got to bring Kanye. I got to just throw that in. She bring Kanye out. Kanye, Chris Brown, Jay-Z, and Drake. I'll be here for that. You, you have a concert for you <laughs> in your mind. And then she's going to bring out Aretha Franklin. Like, it's just going to be everything. Okay, so let's do Jeezy's Symphony concert. So I had the honor of being at this concert where Jeezy performed Thug Motivation 101 behind the Atlanta Symphony. And it was when I, the Atlanta Orchestra. And when I tell you, it was such a great time. It was history made when Coach K actually came out. And Jeezy and Coach K put their differences aside. They were beefing for 17 years. Wow, 17. Yes. And he brought out Jeezy. He did his intro. And it was cool because I actually had Jeezy on the Morning Hustle show. And I asked him about his situation with Coach K because he kind of dissed him on one of his songs on the last drama project. And um, he was like, you know... We've had our differences. Want to get beyond? Want to get past it? Now we know Coach K is uh, responsible for QC, one of the founding uh, members, and for the Migos, little baby, everything. And Jeezy, he ended up saying that him and Jeezy actually named each other. So that's how long, yeah, that's how long their history goes back. And I want to shout out to them because that's black history right there as well. Black excellence is to be able to go from a situation where two men are really hardcore beefing to where they can sit on a stage at Atlanta Symphony Hall and put their differences aside and decide to to, to piece everything up after 17 years. After 17, because you got to think in 17 years, that's not a regular beef. Yeah. Like you've gone to a dark place with this. Yeah. Because you had for 17 years, that's a commitment to break. Yes. Well, so shout out to them for squashing it because if I beef with you for 17 years, I got to hit my 20 year anniversary. I know that's right. We're going to be forever, right? No, but big shout out to Jeezy because even the the Gucci Mane thing. And, you know, he's really setting a good example for the younger artists out there that, you know, are killing each other and fighting and beefing over things that are not even important. You know, what's important is taking care of your family, your health, your your happiness. Like. That's that's what the focus should be. So big shout out to Jeezy. And I just thought it was so dope that, well, one, I didn't think it was dope that you took our phones away, Jeezy. But I will say it was really yeah, I dope. I always do that. That's so, that was so to get the tea. It didn't happen if you didn't film it on your phone, obviously. Anyway, but I did think it was really dope that we all had on gowns and suits and, and everything. It was dancing, saying every word, talking about peace up, A-Town down. We stood the, everybody stood the whole time. I know the list, and I have a gown, so the fact that I wasn't there is like... Damn, I'm sorry. Well, guess what? I heard he's taking the show on the road, and he is doing a tour with Not the Not I'll be like, well, you can get a ticket, fan. You can. You can. 
you can if it's the next thing, you know. I mean, shoot, if you're that, that much of a Jeezy fan, you're going to pull up on him. And also, Angela Bassett, she made history with her Oscar nomination. You know, this is her second nomination ever, but she's the first actor, get this, period, to be nominated for a Marvel movie. That Male, is female, white, black, Puerto Rican, she is the first. Do you know why that's incredible? Because they didn't even want to make us superheroes. You know what I mean? Period. We the best at everything we do. Who we? Also, congratulations to Kiki Palmer on becoming a mom-to-be. We're so excited because she has so much personality. Kiki Palmer is definitely somebody who we love represents the culture. And I cannot wait to see how animated her... She's having a girl, right? I believe. I'm not sure, but her baby daddy is a lesbian. Her baby daddy is fine. You said her baby daddy is a lesbian? You, no, I'm a lesbian, but her baby daddy oh. is fine. Her baby <laughs> daddy is fine. I was going to say, what kind of lesbian is he? <laughs> That baby is going to be so pretty. Yes, and they look so happy. Every time you they see do. Kiki, right? Uh, and she deserved it because she told on Trey Songs first. And did. nobody believed her, which is... No, we, we believed her. Not we believed her. Men. We believed her, but the world was like, she tripping Trey Songs. He ain't got to do that. He fine. No, it be them. It, it be the fine ones that ain't got to do it. Like you said, they, they the main ones doing it. Yep, that's right. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. So some people said that this guy didn't have to do it, and now he don't have to go to work because he's fired. That's ABC's anchor TJ Holmes. Now he decided to have an affair with his co-host Amy Robach, and they both have now lost their jobs after this workplace affair. Now, they were anchors of Good Morning America, and now the details of their workplace affair are fully transparent. The network announced the news Friday evening, more than a month after co-anchors were taken off air amid an internal investigation into their relationship that took place while both of them were still married, even though they claimed that they were separated and the other people knew and- Lying, lying through their damn teeth. Well, they were caught you know by what the me. best part is What's their that? spouses that they cheated on, especially um, Amy's Miss Robot. You did not know that man slept with all of ABC. You didn't know until the investigation that you was with the office munch. Yeah. So now you're having to stand 10 toes by him and pretend like my man, my man, my man, when really you're devastated, you're crushed. Because you found out he was a thotty. Yeah, but he was sleeping with everybody. those women before. Is that really fair? You know, ran through the office, girl. You was the only one stupid enough to get fired. The rest of them girls is still what? Clocking in. But do you think so? Because it's giving.
saying he's the celebrity, right? So on the show, he's the star. And right. she wasn't there yet. So, of course, right. all the girls are going to be throwing themselves at him. So he might just be hitting it and quitting it. With her, he actually decided that he was going to go full force with her. So he was seen out with her. They're going on vacations. She ended up with the guy that everybody wanted, and he actually wanted her, too. One thing about a sleazeball is they can make it look good. You can make it seem like I dealt with them girls before you got here. That's just what I was on. But the reality is... You sleep with everybody. You was married when you was doing all that jazz. So why in anybody's brain would you leave your marriage and think that this man is ever going to do right by you? You got him as a woof woof. He going to stay a dog. I'm not going to lie. That's a and little now, true. He knocked down the whole office while married. The whole the staff. Now you sitting there fired, having to shop around a book deal about your firing, <laughs> hoping a lawsuit come through all because you wife the munch. I'm not going to lie, it's not baby. fair, though. I don't think it's fair that they got fired. They had an affair. That's something that happened. It's not in the company policy that they couldn't sleep with each other. Why did they get fired? Because you made too much mess. We're here to announce other people's stuff. We are not here to be the drama. First of all, you we, we not the Good Morning America crowd. <laughs> well, now I, I will sleep. be. I will I be. I be sleeping when I come on, so I don't even know all this. I found out on, on Twitter. So everything I know came after morning. So you but support Elon Musk? I support, no, no, I don't support Elon Musk, <laughs> but I do think that when white people go to space, we should tag along. Nah, I'm not with that. You see all these zombie apocalypse movies coming out where it's not even like a zombie has to bite you. You just get a cold, you die, you're a zombie. They're not putting that out for jokes and giggles. We need to go. They the zombies. Elon Musk exactly. is the alien. There's no way you could tell me that he's not. I don't have time. I have anxiety. I take anxiety medicine. I cannot be in a zombie apocalypse, things popping out around the corners. I'm emotionally not built for it. And then I can't get therapy because she's under attack. Like, this is just not a landscape in which I can thrive. Okay, okay. But, like, when it comes to them, right, they did not technically break a rule. So you said lawsuit. They definitely have one. Even though you're saying they brought the messiness to the show as far as they brought a scandal if it wasn't for the scandal, I would have never known who Amy Robach was. We know TJ Holmes from back in the day. He was kind of like on BET a little bit. But like TJ has a history already with this network. So if you look at it as straight HR complaints, TJ, several women have come here about your inappropriate workplace interactions. And the reality is, and this is at everybody's job, you can date your coworkers. You just got to go to HR so they don't schedule you together. Y'all didn't do the bare minimum. See, I didn't know that. I used to work in HR. A girl, a girl, I used to have a real job. It's a key. Like, I can't believe they had me in a people's corporate office. But I was wearing my church clothes and I was there every day as commanded. All you have to do is come tell your job. If they fire you, you have a lawsuit. But if you come and tell them, they will separate y'all because they were on the news together. They will separate y'all. It got to the point where they're on the news like, yeah, we know what we're doing this weekend. Girl, are you serious? <laughs> Why Y'all are, are still married. See, nah, I don't think that they they moving with the times. I'm like, nowadays, if I was the producer of that show, what? I would be playing that up. Are you I kidding me? I would have gave them their own segment. That's what I'm saying. At the same time, Good Morning America is like, we're not Zeus Network, okay? We're not here for drama. Like, these are the people that still be presenting, like, it's this dog's 30th birthday, like, stuff that... I could never care about. I'm fighting poverty. So 
that's not even the landscape for that. Now, can they go to another network? Can they shop a book? Absolutely. So are they really? Nah, I think that? you're wrong. This is the They're same. Up. Good morning, America is the same place where R. Kelly said hog tie. I don't know how to hog tie. Gail King is over there. They're not yes, as they far behind. They had R. Kelly as a guest. They don't have him as no damn anchor. If R. Kelly told me good morning, I'd have a terrible day. But that was the most rated thing they had. Had to be. That's one of their top shows, 100%. So everybody loves some good tea. I definitely think one of them should have had to go. If you're saying that you can't work together, I understand that. just fired the black man. These aren't the times. Well, he's the, the, he's the disgusting one. Wanted. That, way, that white lady got fired by proxy, but they really wanted TJ. <laughs> okay, okay. So, okay, I'm okay with that. So, if they were going to fire him and they decided to let her go by default, then okay. But they like, was like, so we can't look racist, so Amy, pack your stuff too. Damn. Off again, a little something, something. Have you I ever done anything like that? Like, have you ever had a work crush who, like, made you want to risk it all? Um, You know what? No. Because for me, I am a Capricorn. For anybody, me too. For anybody in the witchcraft, I am a Capricorn. So I'm about my bag. Anybody that would put me in a position to where I could lose the little little blooms I have is mm-hmm. not for me. I don't even find you attractive. Like even like when I hear guys like, if you had to give a man head for a million dollars, they're like, no. I'm like, what do you do? You care about this family? So you think yes. I've never liked somebody enough to put my job on the line. Well, there's nobody that I would even look at in this building. So that that's the best part. When everybody's ugly, I'd be like, oh, finally, a work environment I can thrive. <laughs> I do not want to sexy people. Like, get them away from me. I'm a child. Like, sometimes I think about some of my friends that film certain shows and they have to be around these sexy men and they're like married and stuff. And I'm like, girl, how do you do it? Because he is fine. <laughs> like, yes. you're I've seen your husband. He all right. <laughs> your husband, cool. He's a nice dude. But your co-star? <laughs> he's fine. Like, when y'all be doing them sex scenes, you be doing it. And then they be lying. They be talking about, you got to ask them, like, yo, so, you know, when you kiss them, I would, girl, that's work. I don't look at it like they Yeah, I yeah. Work, 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 work. Yo, know, R- Rihanna was work, work, working, too, and now she got a baby, okay? Anyway, uh, <laughs> I definitely did, though, get into a situation <laughs> with somebody that I worked with, but it wasn't a job. It was like we had a business together and we started Y'all out as a whole business yeah because so he um i was an artist once upon a time and he had a label so we was gonna oh. we did a label together and we kind of we were good we were friends at first i didn't even look at him like that at first but is then the, stevie J? is stevie J the person i would throw up still who's what stevie J are you even referring to hell no <laughs> almost cursed like, no, no Stevie J's, not the DJ, not the other one. No, but, um, <laughs> but nah, um, we were friends at first and then we ended up in a long ass relationship, but it really did affect my career very negatively because he was too much involved in my career. So when I should have been working, it was like, he was too involved. You know what I mean? Kind of messing things up. So I think. Capricorns can't date. We get too invested and we lose sight. We do. So That's definitely a problem of mine. Like us, Capricorns, as much as people say we're sterile and cold, when we like somebody, we get what, what? Dumb, stupid, crazy. That's it. But I'm not going to say we can't date. I think we can't date the wrong people. you like, you got to have the right partner. Because if not, you're going to lose your damn mind and the Capricorn going to kill you too. Now anyway. you in jail. 
I'm always borderline in jail, but no, you you got to play the. <laughs> you gotta know how far to go. Every okay. time the police pull me over, I turn on some gospel music. They don't care about that, child. They devils. We Sometimes they be coming to the window like, all right, keep it moving. I try to just go to speed limit and obey the law because I don't want to get pulled over. Anyway, yeah. uh, should men pay for every part of the first date? These men are getting real cheap. And um, these discussions are coming out more and more. And it's so crazy to me because, you know, you make a couple dollars, I make a couple dollars. So when it comes to having to pay for yourself to eat, that's fine. You get what I'm saying? But when you're out with a man and got to pay for yourself to eat, this is when the questions start raising. Now, there's a trending debate on social media on whether or not men should pay for absolutely everything on a first date or not. A TikTok of a woman went viral and the video shows her complaining about a first date where the man paid for everything, bought her flowers, but he didn't pay for her valet. Okay, so I get there a little early and I valet. He's like a minute later than me and I see that he parks across the street instead of choosing to valet. I don't really question it because, you know, teach their own, whatever. And then we go and have our dinner. We end up ordering three courses, appetizer, entree, dessert. We had wine. So we're getting ready to leave. Um, mind you, we didn't finish all of our food. So we both have leftover food and the flowers that he gave me. So we're walking to valet and valet's like, okay, will that be cash or card? And I'm like, card, okay? So the guy literally does not even attempt to take out his card or like reach in his pocket or anything. Mind you, I have flowers in a hand and I have my leftover food in the hand too. So not only is he not even attempting to not pay for the valet, he's also like completely unbothered with the fact that my hands are full and I mean, I can't reach into my purse. So literally the valet guy is like, well, somebody got to pay. So he takes my, <laughs> he takes my flowers. So I end up um, reaching in my bag and paying for the valet. I actually went through this before, but I want to know what you have to say about this. Do you expect your date to pay for your valet or for your transportation, like your Uber, Lyft, whatever? Yes. I think somebody courting somebody should court somebody, not half court, full court, like apply pressure. I don't, I think the valet is kind of a smaller thing. Like he paid for the meal and all the other stuff. So I'm cool. But one thing about it, if my hands are full and I have to rummage through my purse, we will never talk again. And is that only on the first date or you think that should continue even when you're dating? I think when you're dating, I think these conversations are kind of like men get so like, oh, they want us to pay for everything. They're gold diggers. First of all, you're poor. Second of all, the biggest thing is women are naturally caretakers. So if you are dating somebody just naturally as a woman, you are going to do more you know, you'll pay for a meal, you'll pay for a ballet. But I genuinely believe at the courting stage, like I am not paying for you to court me. I'm not making this any more convenient than you. Because once we are in a relationship, your convenience is at a level where like you should have had to do all this stuff. Yeah, I do feel like in a relationship and you're bringing stuff like that to the table, that's fine. In the beginning, especially a first date, I'm not, I I don't want to pay for anything, but I will. And if I do, then that's on me. And 
on me. Don't make me though. Like, don't force me. Don't put me in a situation. Right. Now, if I go to the bar and I come back and I got two shots, I'm like, here, I got a shot. So I had a situation where I was talking to this guy. He did everything perfect, right? We went out. We went to another spot. And when we got to the, the second spot, I went to valet my car. It was a valet situation. You know, we was in Atlanta, so that's pretty much what you got. So I valet my car, and he is just standing there. And with me, I had got out of a relationship not too long before that. And my dude that I was with never let me pay for nothing. Like, so I would were, never. You were vulnerable. I was not. I was used to it. Like, I was used to thinking that a guy, I thought it was just supposed to, every guy's supposed to pay for valet. Your condition, like, at this point, I was with that guy that I'm talking about for years, like six, seven years, you know? So, so you had I, your brain changed. My my mind was already programmed into thinking a man is automatically supposed to pay that, right? Even my homeboys that I'm around were reaching, not, not even somebody I'm having sex with. My homeboy, they'll be like, huh, $20. Like, whatever, right? They never let me pay for nothing. So when I seen this guy do it, he took care of everything. But it was that, and I kind of got an attitude. And I was like, why am I talking to the valet guy? And he's but, like, what do you mean? Odyssey, why am I dealing with anybody? Like, why am I even talking to this man? Like, you should take my thing and go get it for me. You're a man. Talk to the man. Talk to the man in your man voices and do your man stuff and testosterone, go to war. And give him the money with the man on it. <laughs> yeah, that's a man's money, remember? <laughs> It'd be a man's world, so it's time to pay for something. Then they Do you get what I'm trying to say? Then they're like, oh, nah, you independent? Nah, I want to pay with the women men- the women money. Where yeah. is the where's the dubmans? Y'all said I paid in laughing at your jokes. Come on now. I and uh, no, I pay in something else. Oh, well, you ain't gotta do that because you're no. a lesbian. I think sexuality for people, they think it's so like I knew in the second grade for me, that wasn't my experience. I was always pushed towards guys. And, you know, I had this whole big thing in my head, like I was going to come out to my parents and they were going to like shriek. They could not care less. They were like, girl, we already have grandbabies. Whatever you decide to do at this point is your business. But, you know, happy pride. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. I do want to talk about what we uh, touched on a little bit earlier. So you went viral last year, right? And this was between you and T.I. Now, T.I. decided he wanted to jump into the comedy world. Uh, I don't know if he's still doing that. But he's gotten a lot better. Has he? Okay. He's so in the beginning, we all thought it was kind of a joke that T.I. was doing comedy, right? Because we just didn't see. Yeah, we didn't see him as that. He was always like this, 
gangster rapper who carried the the gun toting rapper who didn't want his kids to ever have sex if they were girls and uh, he let his boys do whatever they wanted to do and he's with time that's all we know right so you and him went back and forth at some point on a stage in atlanta and he got a lot of backlash because of how he was talking to you so the night everything happened um we were at my show at our bar it was my mic that's coming back in the springtime shout out to one night only um, but it happened to be for a four day. So when he came, I'm like, oh, you got to put him up, even though we're almost over. So when he got up, he did his time. It was too long, but whatever. We get back to the show. And that's when he starts heckling. Now, mind you, I have a lot of homeboys. T.I. was not the first drunk homeboy who I had who was popping. Like, I'm very used to this, but this is my first interaction where I guess the homeboy is famous. Because yeah. in my brain, we just going back and forth, like, take your wig off. I'll take my wig. We're going to shoot. We're going to shoot. Did you know T.I. ahead yes. of time? We okay. had, we, we've done shows together. We see each other out. We already had, like, a rapport. Okay. So even when he was doing that at first, it was honestly like, okay, my homie is drunk. Not homie in the sense of, like, we're close and we text frequently. But you're but cool enough. We work frequently enough and I see out and we have this casual relationship you're drunk, which is, you know, that's the show we get lit. Um, and you wild in. So at first I was really trying to play it like, all right, you know, let's kill this and move on. But then it kept going and it got to a point where it's like, okay, I don't know about the rest of y'all. If there's a, a dollar sign a person can have about disrespecting you, but there is not for me. I feel like if somebody calls me raggedy, I don't care if it's Elon Musk, I'm gonna come back and be like, that's why your spaceship never even worked. So with him, it was that. So that night it was all squashed. The next day I'm thinking it's over. I was more so uncomfortable with the death threats. The internet, yeah, people were like, I'm gonna kill you over TI. And I'm like, okay. The people and the internet having my back was a welcome surprise. But I'm very much in the vein of as a person and as a creative person who wants to be a bigger creative person that I cannot put my value into what the masses think about me because that's fickle. People will like you until you're popping and then hate you for popping and then love your bounce back story. So if I put my value in what people say on the internet or think about me, I'm always going to be behind. So while I appreciated it, it was still like, you got to like you. And you got to like yeah. to say and do. And even in that situation, had it went the other way and everybody was like, blackball this girl, she can't tell jokes no more. I would have been cool with what I did because it was genuinely me. Because he called you out your name and that's what yeah. people were really upset about. But you brought up his sexual allegations, right? I actually and- just said allegations. He could pick which ones. But even with that being said, it's like you do stand up also. And we don't, comedians don't get to have any deep dark secrets you know like Mm. as soon as something happens you're almost it's almost mandatory that you figure out how to make it a joke and spin it on its head that's our job and it doesn't just apply to making fun of other people if you can't you have to be able to make fun of yourself first before i think you should even branch out and be talking about anybody else that's true that is hard to say that you're gonna pick at other people's deep dark issues and then when it comes to like yours and your limit yeah that's that's not that's not how that works like so for me i didn't feel like if we going back and forth and i got this mic in my hand 
then let's do it. Like at this point, it's no longer rapper and poor girl. It is comedian, comedian. And I'm, I am a comedian. It's a roast at that point. It's a roast. Let's get it. Let's go. So that whole situation was on the one hand, I got to do cool stuff because of it. And I'm grateful for that. But I actually refused to let my ripple, my my namesake be the girl with the T.I. thing. I'm so much funnier than that. I'm so much more talented than that. And at some point, people are going to look back and be like, you know, the girl with the T.I. thing has the best show I've ever seen. I just yeah. saw her special. It's hilarious. That's what's going to happen. But no, I'm. it's not. Uh, people, what I realized it was some people, like when I squashed it, they were like, you shouldn't squash it. Like they essentially wanted me to be a martyr for how they feel. which is so unfair to me because like what about all the work i did in this industry what about all the work i'm going to continue to do so no i'm not going to tap out and just be the girl with the situation i've been called a bitch by better yeah i know that's right so you wasn't going to use that as your clout to to guide your career yeah even people saying something about club like this is my show he came to my show i'm already lit yeah they did make that clear like atlanta backed you on that one and was like "Ah." That was her show. Like a lot yeah. of people already did, like a lot of people did back you up on that. So now I'm glad you stood your ground and did what you had to do and then moved past it and are able to address it and still just keep it moving. Like yeah. that's what you should do. Were those death threats coming from Tiny? So at first <laughs> I thought so, but no, the death threat. King. It was, it was maybe. Now that one's a maybe. <laughs> the death threats were weird because like, a lot of them were spelled wrong. So oh. while I was not in fear of my life, I'm like, they might just be stupid enough to do it. You know? Yeah. And then when people started sending me my address, that's when I was like, okay. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah. This is gone. That's whack. From okay. Being, it's no. dangerous now. They definitely went too far with that one, but we're going to let that all be in the past and wish you nothing but success and prosperity moving forward. And I also need you to help me because it's a lot of people that slide into my DMs. It's typically, they say the same kind of things and it's a little annoying. I uh, pretty much ignore everybody, but some things are pretty funny sometimes. So uh, I'm gonna read a couple for you because it always goes down in my DMs, L'Oreal's DMs. If you want to DM me and have a chance to be heard on the Unjust Run podcast, all you got to do is hit me up on Instagram at Starring L'Oreal, S-T-A-R-R-I-N-G L-O-R-E-L. So I put up this picture and um, actually I didn't even put up the picture. It was a picture that I reposted that somebody took from, it was a picture I posted a while ago, right? Not gonna lie, it's a little booty out, right? So I understand the frenzy. Like, I understand the influx of- Did it uh, look like it could be your booty? No, it's definitely my booty. But I understand the flow of DMs, right? Well, this one just was like, good Lord, you trying to trap everybody up with this one. Ooh. I didn't answer. So then he said, all the way down to your toes. Look at your toes with the hard eyes. Then he says, I just love this woman. She's everything. I want her real bad. And then that's when he started confusing me. Because I'm like, wait a minute. He's talking to me like I'm somebody else, but it's really me that you're hitting in a DM, right? Then he says, I love her. I would just give her so many kids. Okay, sir. Yeah, who wanted that? Exactly. You went, you gone too far. When he was talking about your feet, the money is in feet, guys. So many people offer me money for feet pictures or to curse them out. 
I don't know, because I don't want nobody to be like, yo, L'Oreal, mad desperate. She sent me a picture of her feet. You think they gonna look at your feet? I got a funny little uh, pinky toe. <laughs> That's the gag. Everybody's pinky toes a little. Nah, thing. nah, mine a little different. My, I used to get teased about my little pinky toe. Everybody else had a small one, but mine was like. Well, put a ski mask on your foot. Like they can't know find it. It's like that small. Like it's a tiny. Oh, you don't have a pinky toe. <laughs> yeah, small. <laughs> So that's also why. But when I put up the pictures and they see them, they be still liking them. I'm like, oh, yes, yeah, fate. This guy, he just jumped right into it. He said, any plans for Valentine's Day? Now, my thing is, sir, you think that I'm just going to meet somebody off of DM and go straight to Valentine with them? He said, you're my crush. Good morning. You be killing it. I need to know who the lucky man is because he's never in the pictures. Why would I show him to you? Like, I'm not showing him to you. Like I said, if y'all want to slide in my DMs, all y'all got to do is hit me up. S star and L'Oreal. S-T-A-R-R-I-N-G-L-O-R-E-L. Don't send no pics. Please don't send no pics. And we, <laughs> you're listening to the Undressing Room Podcast brought to you by Macy's. Make sure that y'all log on to the UndressingRoomPod.com for episodes and links to our Macy's personal shopping page. And we're going to get up out of here. Let me put my clothes back on because y'all, you done took too much off. You, you could it. be my personal shopper. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. Right over at Macy's.com. We're going to get you a personal shopper. They got the stylist over there. It's completely free. So you can do that. Thank you so much, Lauren, for joining us on the Unjust Summer Podcast. This was such a vibe. I'm so happy to be here. Can't wait to see you again. Yes. Let them know where they can follow you, too. You can follow me at She's Lauren K on Instagram. But more importantly, you can follow me at dollar sign LK Comedy on Cash App. And, you know, ding, 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 ching, ching, ching. If you're sorry for slavery, pay for it. You're crazy. All right, we're going to get out of here. Make sure you rate, review, subscribe to our page. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Unjust and Run podcast. And be sure to check out all of our shows on the Urban One Podcast Network.